When you look at our world today, it's made up of a lot of demoniacs, people who are out of control. Dr. Tony Evans says it's not difficult to trace the fruit back to the root. When there is unresolved sin, you have amplified the uncontrollness in a life, in a family, and in a culture. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Dr. Evans says a lot of the problems and pain we experience are really the result of spiritual warfare going on behind the scenes of our lives. Today, he reveals how you can delete your demons and experience liberation from fear, guilt, addiction, and more. Let's join him as he begins. In Mark chapter 5, we have an electric story of demonic oppression. We look at the demoniac. The whole first half of the chapter is dedicated to a man gone wild. We're told that Jesus, when he gets out of the boat in verse 2, having crossed the Sea of Galilee, comes to a man from the tombs with an unclean spirit who met him. He dwelt among the tombs, we're told. That is, he didn't live in the vicinity of life. He lived in the vicinity of death because the tombs were his home. We're told that he was a man out of control. Verse 3, he was not, no one was able to bind him anymore, even with the chain. So the powers that be couldn't stop the chaos he caused. We're told that because he often had been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been torn apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Consistently, night and day, he was screaming among the tombs and in the mountains and gashing himself with stones. You are now looking at a person out of control. Our human designation for him, some would say he's crazy. Others would say that man has lost his mind. He is mentally challenged to the nth degree because he is a man totally and absolutely out of control. When Luke tells the story in Luke chapter 8 and verse 27, it says that he lived without clothes. So he walked around in death, in nudity, out of control. When you look at our world today, it's made up of a lot of demoniacs. People who are out of control. And you know that something deeper is wrong because the powers that be can't make it right. Says they tried to control the situation, but it was out of control. It was madness. And that is the situation. But the question is, 
what was behind this mental illness? We would see it as mental illness. Verse 2 says, a man from the tombs with an unclean spirit met him. What we are told is that this man was being influenced and controlled by something other than what you see. There was something deeper going on in this man's life than just mental instability. He was being informed and defined by an unclean spirit that is a demon. This man had been demonized. Now, if you saw him, you didn't see demons. If you saw him, you didn't see devils. You didn't see red jumpsuit and a pitchfork. All you saw was a crazy man. So you just would think, He is mentally deranged. But when we look deeper, the passage tells us that this man was under the influence of an unclean spirit. That is, demons was controlling his mental instability. Now, before I go on, I do not want to be misunderstood. All mental illness is not tied to demonic oppression. I'm not suggesting that. But I am suggesting that more is being controlled than we give credit for. We're told that this man's actions were controlled by an unclean spirit. That is unresolved sin operating in his life unrighteousness that had not been addressed. When there is unresolved sin, you have amplified the uncontrolledness in a life, in a family, and in a culture. So we are now living in a culture gone mad where people don't care about life, where people don't care about property, where people don't care about how they talk to one another, where people don't care about abuse, where people people have lost their minds but don't know demons are helping a brother out, helping a sister out. He says this man's uncontrolledness was being amplified by an unclean spirit. That's what was making him act mad. Now you may be saying, well, I'm a Christian and the Holy Ghost lives in me. So the demons can't mess with me. Well, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 22 and 24, he's writing to the Christians at Corinth And he says, many of you are eating at the demons' tables. When we finish our sermon and have communion, many folk will be having communion with demons in the name of Jesus. So even Christians can fellowship with demons. So some of the things that we can't get rid of in our lives in our families, in our addictions, is because demons have grabbed them, amped them up so that you're not just fighting the problem, you're fighting the demonization of the problem. 
seeing Jesus, verse 6, from a distance, he ran and bowed down before him. And he said, what business do we have with you? He singular says, what business do we, plural, have with you? So we have a confused individual here. He says the he is also a we. Because one of the things that demonic possession does, you can't make sense of reality because your humanity has been messed up, toe up from the flow up. Many people have demonized tongues. That's why they got to cuss all the time. Many people have demonized attitudes about themselves. That's why they can become racist day and night. Because their evil has become demonized. Have drawn the roaches and the rats. So, this man comes and the spiritual confronts the spiritual. Because he's dragging the demons to Jesus. Now, he bows down, recognizing Jesus' position. He humbles himself. To bow down is to enter into a posture of worship. He recognizes Jesus, the Son of the Most High God. Please notice the word here. The word is found in verse 7. The word is found in verse 10. The word is found in verse 12. I employ you. So you have a man and demons begging. Both of them, the human and the spiritual, were begging Jesus. Which means the man and his humanity needed Jesus. But the demons couldn't even do anything without Jesus' permission. So the devil, demons, had to get permission from Jesus even to be demons. We implore you. He says, you are a son of the most high God. Dr. Evans will have more on breaking free from your demons when he returns with the second part of today's message in just a moment. First, though, I want to let you know that the material Tony's been touching on today is filled out and expanded upon in his new book, Kingdom Authority, Exercising God's Rule in Your Life. Through the book and the current two-volume, 12-message audio collection, Dr. Evans examines the opportunity God has granted believers to act as custodians of His creation. As you're reminded of this inheritance, you'll discover new strength to rise above life's circumstances. And right now, when you request the Kingdom Authority book and the Authority of God audio series, we'll also include a companion Bible study book and access to exclusive video teachings from Dr. Evans that will help maximize your understanding of what it means to live under God's rule. This entire package is our gift to you, and thanks for your generous contribution to help Tony's ministry reach out with the love and truth of the gospel. Visit us today at TonyEvans.org or call us at 1-800-800-3222. Make your contribution, and let us send you the Kingdom Authority audio series, book, and Bible study package. 
This is the final day this double resource package will be bundled together, so make your request right away. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. Or call us day or night at 1-800-800-3222. Dr. Evans will come back with more of today's lesson right after this. Hey there, Kingdom Agenda Pastors. It can get lonely leading a congregation on your own. If you're looking for a community that's committed to Christ, come to the Kingdom Leaders Summit. You'll hear great insights from powerful speakers like Dr. Tony Evans and have the chance to connect with like-hearted Kingdom leaders. Uncover fresh perspectives and renew your vision for Kingdom advancement. Don't miss this event. Register now at kap2023.com. That's kap2023.com. You know, when a person is an alcoholic or a drug addict and they want to really get this, get this craving off of them, they want to be freed up, it's called getting the monkey off your back. You go through a period of discontinuity where things are not flowing in concert one another because you want this evil that's controlling you to get off your back, which means you are going to be tormented. Things are going to get worse before they get better. Jesus says in verse 9, what is your name? Who are you? And the voice says, I am Legion. The Roman Legion is 6,000 soldiers. So we got a man here with 6,000 demons in him. Because demons run in crowds. The wilder you get, the more demons you have. We are living in a world now where people are not only been demonized, but we have a society that's demonized. So you got demons running everywhere. Demons say, we are many. We own this place. We call the shots. Now, right there, that tells you a bunch. Number one, it tells you demons can talk. They communicate. Verse 12, the demons employed him saying, Send us into the swine so that we may enter them. Luke 11 verse 24 to 26 says that demons need a place to reside. But the beautiful thing is when Jesus spoke, the demons left. Because the spiritual had to be addressed before the personal could be changed. They asked for permission because they didn't know whether Jesus was going to give it or not. But the man had positioned himself. Now watch this. The herdsmen ran away. The ones who had the pig farm, they ran away and reported in the city and in the country. So now... It's on CNN, Fox, okay, MSNBC, social media, because now the city knows about it and the country knows about what just happened with this one demonized guy. It's now, everybody knows what's going, that Jesus showed up and this man who everybody knows was crazy and they came to Jesus and observed the man who had been demon-possessed, watch this, sitting down instead of roaming, clothed in his right mind instead of crazy. The very man who had legion, and they became scared. 
They got scared. Why are they afraid? Those who had seen it described to them, verse 16, how it had happened to the demon-possessed man and about all the swine, and they began to employ him to leave their region. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You would have, you would have thunk it. That if we got somebody here who can get everybody straight, if we got somebody here who can, who can make life better, you would have think they would have welcomed him in town. But we are told when they saw what this man Jesus did in this life of this individual and they saw what happened with the swine, stay with me here, with the swine, they asked him to leave. Why did they ask him to leave? Jesus was messing with their money. They made their living with the swine. And because their business was being interrupted, because their economics was being interrupted, we don't want to hear no more about Jesus. And the reason Jesus is being kicked to the curb in our culture today is if you follow Jesus, he's going to mess with your lifestyle. Look, if you follow Jesus, he's going to mess with Big Pharma. If you follow Jesus, he's going to mess with drug prices. If you follow Jesus, he ain't going to just let you make a profit off of the back of the poor, off of the back of the oppressed, off of the back of those who are being misjudged. If you follow Jesus, he ain't going to let you mess folk up in the name of money in your pocket. He's not going to tolerate crooked politicians. He's not going to tolerate messed up economic systems. He's not going to tolerate the evil in society. So what do they do? They got to get rid of Jesus. They got to dumb down the church. They got to shut the mouths of Christians because if we let Jesus stay in this country... He's going to mess with how our capitalistic system operates. He's going to mess it up. He got to leave here. Which is why in most cases of socialism and communism, you got to dumb down religion or cancel it all together so that man can rule instead of God and place mandates on everybody else, how you should function in spite of what God said. And watch this. Now, I don't have time to develop it, but the bigger the mandates, the more satanic the system. Now, the Bible believes in safety. The government is responsible for safety. But when you control through mandates something that God has not allowed, the Bible says in Revelation 13, it is the system of the Antichrist. And so, in conclusion, the man says, uh, he's imploring him. The man, the demon-possessed man says, I want you to let me go with you. Verse 18, he says, can I go with you? I want to hang out with you. Anybody that's changed my life, I want to hang out with you, Jesus. I want to hang out with you, Jesus. 
You transformed my life. You healed my demons. I didn't take you to church. I took you to Jesus. And I want to hang out with you. But look at verse 19. He did not let him. But he said to him, go home to your people and report to them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he had mercy on you. He says, I want you to tell it. They won't let me stay, but you live here. I want you to tell it. And he said, verse 20, he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis what great things Jesus had done for him and everybody was amazed. Let me say that again. He went and talked in, in the 10 city region. That's what Decapolis means. It means 10 cities. He says, I want you to go to the region and I want you to tell everybody what I did for you. I did that for you in private, but I want you to go public. I don't just want you to hide out with your private uh, transformation. Talking about you hanging out with me. I want you to go to the 10 city regions and let folk know what I've done for you. We got too many people who don't want to tell it outside of church what God did for them in church. He says, go to the 10 city region. Wherever you go, I want you to talk about what Jesus has done for you. So if you ain't telling nobody, what you're saying is Jesus ain't done nothing for me. But if Jesus has met you along the way, if he forgave your sins and gave you eternal life, if he has kept you going when you wanted to throw in the towel, if he has kept you in your right mind when you thought you were going to go crazy, I'm here to tell you, you better go tell it. You better let it be known that Jesus is in my life. Jesus has changed my life. Jesus has resurrected my life. Jesus has empowered my life. And I'm not going to be ashamed of Jesus. I'm going to go tell it. Dr. Evans will return with a final challenge for us in just a moment. But first, I wanted to remind you that this is the last message in Tony's current series called The Authority of God. And that means it's the last day to take advantage of our special resource offer that includes the two-volume, 12-message collection on CD or digital download, along with Dr. Evans' companion Kingdom Authority book, Bible study guide, and downloadable video teaching segments. This bundle is our gift to you when you make a donation to help us keep Tony's teaching on this station and others like it around the globe. Just visit TonyEvans.org to get your copy of this exclusive package. Again, that's TonyEvans.org, or call us at 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our friendly team members assist. Our resource center is open 24-7, so call anytime, today or tonight. Again, that's 1-800-800-3222. Most of the time, faith makes no earthly sense. But tomorrow, Dr. Evans will explain why that's the point as he talks about the kind of trust in God that can bring supernatural power to bear on our earthly problems. 
Right now, though, he's back with these final words to wrap up his series on the authority of God. So I challenge you, don't leave Jesus in the sanctuary. Don't leave him in your private time. You let it be known in the reason of this church and in the reason of whatever church you are a part of that I belong to Jesus. I believe in God, but I follow Jesus. And I'm not ashamed to say it because I know what he's done for me. And if you're here today and you need some demonic deliverance, he still cast out demons. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 